When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone's having a great week. Here we are heading into the end of September. God, it's hard to believe we've been so many months into the pandemic, but God, there's so many bright things that are happening. And as you know, being a listener of Sustainable Success, we always find the opportunities and blessings disguised in during these challenging times. And today we're going to have another great guest today that's going to be sharing great wisdom with us and how we can really really evolve to a new paradigm in terms of where we're going from here. But before we get into and introducing our guest today, I just wanted to welcome the uh, new listeners to Sustainable Success. You found us here. You could also uh, find us on iTunes and Spotify, and in addition to our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. There you'll find many of our great guests that we've had on sharing their words of wisdoms and great insights to help you scale your business and personal lives to the next level. Today's show is being brought to you by Leadership Summit America. This is going to be actually a live event. Actually, who would have thought that? A live event in Albany, New York at the end of October. And this is an event that you know will be bringing in leaders uh, not in the masses, but we're only going to have 50 people. They're all social distancing uh, protocol will be put into place. It'll be a safe environment. And Jeff Hoffman, the co-founder of Priceline.com back in the day and also one of the pioneers of airport kiosks, will be there. And I'm excited to see Jeff again. I'll be one of the speakers as well. And we encourage those that are in the New York area, in this case, Albany, if you like to attend and find out more information, you can go to www.sharon, S-H-A-R-O-N, Burstein, B-U-R-S-T-E-I-N.com forward slash leadership hyphen summit. There you'll find uh, inf- great information about the upcoming summit at the end of October, October 29th through the 30th. We encourage you to pass that along and to any leaders or future leaders that would love to meet Jeff amongst other speakers that will be sharing valuable content to take your leadership uh, to another level. And uh, today's show, again, we're going to be talking about evolving into the new paradigm. And our guest today is Terry Earthwind Nichols. And Terry is the author of Profiling for Profit, what Crossed Arms Don't Tell You, Mastering the Art of Observation. Terry is the chairman of Evolutionary Healer, a global transformational performance improvement company. And when he's not training sales teams on the art of observation, Terry can be found doing intriguing interviews like he's going to do today, planning his next vacation or having dinner at his favorite restaurant in a suit he designed himself. I'd love to hear about that. And without further ado, we welcome Terry Earthwind Nichols to the show. Terry, how are you doing today? Fabulous, Chris. It's great to be on the show. And and thanks for that killer intro. Well, Terry, it it is an honor to have you on. You and I have had some great conversations offline. Well, in this case, online, but yet. uh, But nonetheless, we've had some great conversations and we share so many common values and how we see businesses and, and how they're you know, where they can evolve to. So when we're, when we're talking about today's subject, evolving in, you know, in this case, into in the new paradigm, can we talk about what the, first of all, what the old paradigm was so people have an, an understanding of what that is and how that's now evolving into where we're going into the new paradigm? Yeah, you know, uh, business as usual stopped about seven months ago. And, um, you know, the, the goal-based systems, the timelines uh, and uh, uh, different uh, cut and, and uh, close uh, offices mindset that was prevalent um, just a few months ago is really not good business practice today. And there's a new paradigm out there that uh, you and I have ca- talked about many times, Chris. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And and like I said, you're seeing a lot of that right now. You're seeing people like, you know, today, 
you know, I, I presented uh, a, a session for Hershey's Corporation, and here I am in a, you know, a black button shirt, and I got my sweatpants on, and, you know, and, you know, and it's okay, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, it's comfortable, and yet I was able to deliver value. So, you know, talk about the, a little bit more about this shift, Terry, and, you know, maybe, you know, there are some people out there that have, you know, have adapted, you know, you know or, or have adapted or are doing well with it. And there's some that perhaps they, you know, they've been resistant and they're having, they're struggling with, you know, some of the shift of what's going on. Can you talk and elaborate further on that? Sure. Well, you know, uh, a little over a year ago, almost a year and a half ago now, we created a vision strategy roadmap, which is an achievement-based business model where, um, well, before I go forward, just for you that uh, folks that are listening in, you can you can uh, be with us as we're going through this. Envision or remember how good it felt when you achieved something um, in your past. Just for a second, how good that felt. You probably have something immediately come to mind. Now, how good did that feel when somebody above you that you know, work for, respect, acknowledged you for that achievement? Boy, that felt really good. So an achievement-based business model is uh, the new paradigm where you're not under the gun for end-of-month quotas, um, goals, and timelines. Uh, folks, we got 42 days left in the quarter. We've got to get this done, blah, blah, blah. We're leaving that paradigm. We are shifting the mindset to one of achievement. So when you get uh, a March uh, situation with the pandemic and everybody's uh, shifting around, goals are, are just stopped. The timeline is stopped. Everything is stopped because it's vision and achievement based and not timeline and goals based. So you're you're not as concerned about uh, what's happening at the moment as much as what changes are you going to make in the continuation along the roadway that you've created for the vision of your company, possibly your division or even your personal uh, goal, uh, personal vision as well. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and when you look at this, like, I mean, you know, I mean, change is inevitable. You know, it's going to happen. I mean, in this case, we've had a, it, this has been a global change, you know, so it's not something that just affected a, you know, maybe a, a certain demographic, uh, you know, a, a company, an industry. This is something that has affected everyone on, on so many levels. So what do you see this outlook of this new paradigm and, and where where it's going to evolve into? I mean, just a little more, if you can expand on that, that would be wonderful to hear for those that are you know, making these changes along the way. Absolutely. You know, the, um, the achievement-based model is, is fun because it's participatory. I mean, mm-hmm. let's, let's take a bank model. The, the, the teller at the window of a bank branch of uh, a, a Bank of America, U.S. Bank, whoever, uh, has as strong a part of the achievement of the vision of their company as the office suite headquarters. You know, everybody has a buy-in and they're focused on achievement as opposed to uh, the competition across the street. The word switches from competition to collaboration. What can we as banks do that uh, will make everything stronger and help the uh, recovery of the economy and still take care of our stakeholders, right? You know, all these companies got stockholders, got to take care of everybody. So how do we do that? We shift the mindset to one of achievement from one that's goal or, or you know, we, we too often miss goals. And if we leave that vernacular behind, we have a new horizon. And on that horizon is the vision we have that for ourselves and or our companies. So collaboration becomes the key word of the vernacular of, of, of the success of the businesses in the future. And it can be a business, a mom and pop deal in Albany, Georgia, or it can be Peugeot motor cars. It can be anywhere in between because it's scalable. It's individual. It works on vision, 
and and road mapping as opposed to the the old paradigm of goals and and timelines. Mm. That's so amazing. I, and I think that's uh, some great information. So what what do you suggest, you know, that you know, when you know you, you hear somebody if they're like a mom and pop business, uh, you know, maybe they're a solopreneur or perhaps they're, you know, they're a corporation, Terry. I mean, because you work with companies like I do as well. You know, what are is there is there a general common thread here, like, you know, in terms of like a process that you could gently, you know, uh, you know, go over that people can begin to take to make those steps moving forward? Sure. Like, uh, for instance, and we'll give you this uh, again at the at the end of our, our talk today, and that is uh, the Vision Strategy Roadmap is a, is a PDF on our website, and it's free. No opt-in, no nothing. You just print it off, uh, download it, print it yeah. off if you want Great. to, make it uh, virtual. And it, you can use it for your personal self. You can use it for your, your division, your your um, um, department, whatever uh piece of uh, the puzzle that you're using, your own company, and it's very simple to use. It starts out with the horizon is yours. You own it, and it 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 has something on it. What is it? Maybe it's, we use the, the uh, sunrise, okay, because that's the beginning. That's the new day, okay? That's something to look forward to, and uh, now, how do I get there? So let's get a roadmap, like going to grandma's house. I love using grandma's uh, analysis <laughs> because it's, it's point on, right? Grandma's house is the vision. And on the way to grandma's house, we're going to have to stop at least once for gas. And if we've got kids in the car, we're going to stop for the kids a couple of times too. So those stops are known stops. They're just not in a time slot so that when you get to the point where it's time to get gas and fit, feed kids and those kinds of things, you just do it. It's just part of the trip as opposed to, ah, if I don't get to, to this next stop in the next 20 minutes, I'm going to lose something. You don't lose anything. So let's say we're on our way to grandma's house and there's, there's four stops along the way. We've already, uh, and the stops are numbered closest to grandma's, number one, until the time that you take off, number four. So let's say number four is all taken care of because we got everybody loaded in and we all saying, yay, we got everything in the car and the checklist is complete. Take off and, and you go to number three, which could be stopping uh, to get a treat for everybody on, along the way. And then uh, you celebrate that as well because, hey, you got treats, right? Everybody's feeling good about it. So uh, now on the way to the next stop where you know you're going to get gas or something like that, you hit construction happens okay north america it's either winter time or construction time pretty well so you get slowed down in the traffic and stuff like that it's not a big deal because it's expected it's it's just one of those things and it's not time sensitive nothing changes in your timeline and then as soon as you can speed up again you get through that uh slow down or whatever it might be, you continue moving on to your gas stop. You get to your gas stop. Everybody gets happy again, and you move on. The idea is the vision is the achievement, and each stop you make along the way is not a distraction but an achievement, a party, a celebration. Mm -hmm. So the way you get to grandmother's house doesn't have uh, the stress that's related to the old way of thinking. It's the new way of thinking, and everything that you do along the way has an, a celebration and an achievement attached to it. Does that make sense? It makes sense. I, how I relate to that is some, it's similar, I think you've heard from me when we've talked and also when I post certain things in this. It's a process, right? So we are, we are we're embracing a process that leads you know, the byproduct that of the process leads to the results that we seek. We control what we can, let go of what we can't. We we embrace the process no matter if it's if it's if it's a challenge or a problem or even when things are going good, knowing that the results we seek will be the celebration. Not not to mention the celebration all along the way. That even when things are going good or things are not, we can find some way to find achievements anywhere in that process to move forward. So uh, that that's how I, I relate to that, Terry, and it's so true, you know, that we're not tied to the outcomes itself and the expectations of it, that we we really embrace the process or the, 
you know, the achievements each along the way in the moment, which which you, you stressed very clearly. We got about a minute and a half, Terry, to the to our break. So I just wanted to kind of summarize some of the things from your perspective here in, you know, the next, you know, 60 seconds or so, you know, the what we just talked about here in the first segment of the show. And then that allows us to migrate. So we got less than 60 seconds. If you can, you know, just share like briefly to summarize some of the key points we discussed. Yeah, it's all about achievement. It's all about taking the stress and that for, for people who deal with uh, different uh, issues in life, uh, PTSDs, imposter syndromes, you know, I work with all that in another division of my company. It's about keeping everything on an up note, not a down note. So when you hit the, the construction on the way to grandma's house, yeah. it's not a big deal. It's just a change in the, in, in the trajectory of the journey. It's all about the journey. It's not about all the things that happen in the journey. Okay. Yeah. While yep. you're slowed yep. down in the car, do some things with the kids if you got kids in the car. Yeah. Or um, yep. maybe, maybe uh, you switch the channel to a more upbeat music. Yeah. Whatever it is that, that will give you a positive yep. feedback. Absolutely. Well, we got more to come from Terry here. We are just beginning the tip of the iceberg. We got to go to break, but we'll be right back evolving into the new paradigm. We'll be right back. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back to Sustainable Success. We're here again with Terry Earthwind Nichols. Again, he is the founder of Evolutionary Healer. Again, a transformational development organization for companies and entrepreneurs and business leaders. And we're talking about evolving into the new paradigm. And again, if you're just joining us, you can uh, listen to this show in its entirety later today here on demand from the link that you saw here at the Voice American Influencers channel or at Spotify, iTunes, or our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. So, Terry, you know, one of the things that came up today, I've been, as a matter of fact, this has been coming up quite a bit in conversations, and I wanted to get your insight to this as it relates to this topic that we are discussing today. You know, it's it's called the imposter syndrome. And and it's something that I've been hearing a lot about, and you know, there's a lot of things going out there. Can you talk a little bit about the syndrome, about the imposter syndrome, and some of the things that we can do to kind of, you know, shift away from that? That's a big subject, and you're right. It's uh, it's on the lips of a, a lot of people. You know, there was a, um, um, a survey done uh, two or three years ago. I want to say it was 20, late 2017. It was published where um, it said that basically 70% of all executives uh, suffer from some form of imposter syndrome. So what's imposter syndrome for uh, you folks that haven't learned this before? 
it's a modification of PTSD, traumatic, uh, traumatic, uh, post-traumatic stress. And uh, what it is is um, really smart people who are very successful have this thought in the back of their mind that creates um, anxiety attacks that whatever they're doing is fake. They're an imposter, and, and this isn't real. And at any time, they're going to be found out and embarrassed, and, and their family will be ruined, and that just goes on and on and on. And it's, it's, it's in their minds, it's very real. Um, what we have found at Evolutionary Healer is a non-medical question and answer sequence where we find, we help the client um, remotely uh, over Zoom or something like that, uh, go through a question and answer sequence where they find an amnesic memory in early childhood. And that amnesic memory, if those of you know about amnesia, it's a protection device. Something very emotional happens to somebody, they want to forget it. And their mind clicks in. It's not a dis- disorder or anything. Their mind clicks in to protect it. So if that happened early enough, uh, most of our clients pre-language, that means really early, uh, then amnesia is there and nobody knows it because they don't know for sure what happened and they don't have the language skills to tell anybody. Here's what's significant, though, ladies and gentlemen, and that is later on in life, this protection that's been created to hide that neural pathway where that memory is stored becomes a kind of a driver, what we call an active block, where it will get you to think about other emotional events over and over and over again so that you don't think about the original event that it's protecting. So. When uh, issues come up, and it can be anything that can cause post-traumatic stress or anything like that, an issue somehow related to uh, being called a liar a lot of times or um, somebody says, uh, you didn't really do that and uh, those kinds of things, creates the opportunity for that deflection system to start you thinking down a path that no matter how good you are, You're not who you think you are, and you're going to get in trouble. So 20 years later, 30, 40 years later, uh, you're at the pinnacle of your success, and yet you think you're a false person, and you're going to get found out any time. What we do is find that initial thing and help the person to neutralize it, and it stops all other repetitive behaviors completely right there at at that point. It's what we call a one and done. Man, Chris, it is so cool. Mm. No, I think that is so good because, I mean, like I said, it's just something that is just, you know, like you said, Terry, I've been hearing so much about it. And and I think this is, you know, affected so many people on many different levels. And but knowing that there's something out there that can help. Do you want to go into more length, you know, about that, you know, explaining a little more on that or? Sure. Um, and, and thank you for this. Um, you know, like I said, imposter syndrome is, is simply a belief based on something that's, that's false. And so when, uh, this is a non-medical sequence, by the way, you don't have to be licensed to do this, though yeah. you do, I do own the, the trademark. Uh, so you got to go through my certification process, but basically <laughs> what it is, is um, we we go to a memory. First, we, we tell the client there are no good memories, there are no bad memories, they're simply memories. Okay, that tells the subconscious in this directing system to relax a little bit. Okay, and then we tell them uh, for the first of three memories. The first memory we say, I'd like you to remember a memory that you like to review with friends and family um, a lot. I didn't say it was good or bad, just like to review. So I changed the wording. And then when you get there, I want you to tell me where you're physically located in, in, in this uh, memory. Let's say you're sitting on the dock at Grandma and Grandpa's uh, lake cabin. So that I, as the practitioner, can look in my mind's eye, know what your positioning is. Now I want you to freeze frame the memory to a photograph. Here's the keys. When you freeze frame, there's no motion or history in a memory. 
And when there's none of that, there's no emotion. So the person immediately is removed from uh, emotions of a memory. People who are suffering from suicide ideation, those kinds of things, this is this is huge because they completely settle down and they're fully present. We ask that they close their eyes so that they, they're listening to what we do. And then we know that the number one uh, sense of the five senses for triggering recall of memories is smell. So we ask them, now please describe for me one thing at a time, what do you smell in this memory? If you were there in the memory. And we're looking for things that that, uh, are missing or odd or can't be remembered um, information in the memory that they like to review a lot. So there's not a chance of things to be forgotten necessarily. But here's what we're looking at. If I'm sitting beside you on on that dock, there are certain things that I expect to smell on a lake. There are certain things I expect to see on a lake, hear on a lake, um, perhaps taste on a lake. Okay, and um, if if I'm like four years old sitting on a dock, anywhere within 500 yards of me, I've touched every rock, tree, twig, everything as a child. So if there's stuff that they can't remember or can't see, that's, you know, that's missing information, and we take note of that. Then we ask them to go back farther in time, do this again in a very specific way. All five senses are used each time. And we repeat it for memory two, and then we go back to memory three, uh, which is the area of life that we estimate that there could be an issue, okay? And um, by the time we're done with the third memory, they've literally, because we're using the senses, we go clear to the back of the brain where, where the brainstem is. That's where sensory is. And we come forward, which is the opposite of behavioral science. They come from the front back. EMDR, different and NLP and those kinds of things. They come in from the side and they go after specific memories. We don't do that. So they literally walk in the back door of this protected memory where it's not protected for the first time since it occurred. And they have complete and concise um, recall of the memory. Here's the important part. They also see the face of the person who created the event. Okay. Not that they were necessarily they were attacked or anything like that. They just need to see the person who created the event, and then they get to tell them off. That releases mm. emotions that, that have been pent up for quite a while. Quite and once time. that's done, that new neural pathway back to uh, the vent, uh, that area of the brain, the new neural pathway, is now reestablished, and they can remember everything around that period of time. Very cool stuff. Wow. That's fabulous. And, I, and it's great to know that, again, you, 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 you're addressing that particular area. And is there a particular, like, you know, like I said, a demographic that you see that, that this is happening? Or is it, you know, across the board? Across the board. Non-high school across. graduate to Ph.D. psychologist, uh, veteran, combat veteran, non-combat veteran, um, male, female, divorced, alcoholic. Uh, in the the throes of suicide ideation, in the middle of it. I've had a call at night with a person, a veteran, uh, Afghan veteran, who had a a locked and loaded uh, Glock to his head when he was calling me on the phone. He says, you're going to fix me? Because if you don't fix me, I'm going to fix me. And I said, hey, I'm a veteran. I know what you're saying. I'm here. I want you to make the weapon safe, remove the magazine, put it on one side, then Magazine on one side and the gun on the other. Just relax. You're with me now. It'll get better. That was six years ago, Chris. He's never had another episode of suicide ideation. And he no longer owns any weapons. There are no weapons in his house. Well, so that's, that's a life a life changing uh, event. You know that there was somebody in that moment he felt re- that really related to him and connect and you connected with him, but you felt related to and understood and, you know, just enough to kind of, you know, to get him to shift, putting that magazine, getting, you know, putting the magazine down or getting it out of the gun and putting it down and then eventually getting rid of guns all, all together out of his, uh, his, um, uh, immediate living areas or wherever he was. So I, that's incredible. Yeah. It's yeah. incredible. 
So, you know, what are some yeah, of the other things? so well now. I see them all the time. Oh, now you do. Okay, got it, got it, got it. And you, and you think about it, there are a lot of people out there that unfortunately didn't have that. You know, they, they had there been someone that could really understand and relate to them, you know, they'd still be here today. And it, you know, it's yeah, it's often absolutely. very sad uh, when that happens. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, I've seen it. I, you know, I've been been around it with uh, people I knew, so I I can relate. So when we talk about, you know, you know, some of the things we've been discussing today, uh, Terry, what could be some of the other things that you could share that, you know, people, you know, or businesses can begin to do, you know, things different. Now we, we, we can go more into length when we go into the third segment, but at least we can start now because we have about, you know, less than four minutes to our break, but a little bit, some of the other things that, you know, companies can begin to do to shift or people as we uh, evolve into this new paradigm. First of all, throw out the words human resources. Human Mm. is a species. Resource is a book. And start calling people people. Mm. Okay? That is powerful. Yeah. If, uh, you know, uh, employee is okay, but, uh, you know, if I have the the chief people officer of my company, that changes the the way people are, are addressed. And if we stop thinking of them as uh, resources and start thinking of them as our part of our assets, that's where they belong. They don't belong in, in any other position because, like I was explaining with the roadmap, these guys are so motivated, they won't even pick up their, their phones unless it's break time. They are focused on driving for the, the vision that they help create and that they own. They own it. It's not something that's a fad in the company right now that's going to go away at Christmas time. This is something that's ongoing, and it's and every time uh, uh, a roadmap is or a road stop is is accomplished, there's a real there's a party, an actual party. One of my clients throws a pizza party. I mean, you know, this is, they stop for the afternoon. They're located in the same location. Most of them are remote right now. But he uh, sends pizzas out to their to their family. They have a pizza party. Yeah, mm. I mean, you know, you really make this big so that people not only buy in, they own it. When you own something, you own it, you know? You can say mantras all day long and really like them, but when you have one for yourself and it's and you created it, you own it, it's a whole different mindset. That's key right now is just change the vernacular of the way we do business. Mm, so true. And, you know, I want to discuss a little bit more when we head into the next segment. we got about a, about a minute to the break here. But, you know, you're really talking, you know, in my, you know, when I look at this as a, as a growth mindset, as a foundation that we, you know, it's how we think and we have to shift that thinking. I mean, before, before we can behave differently, before we can communicate differently, you know, people to people and looking at people as assets, like you said, and not as commodities or resources that we have to make that shift in how we think collectively. So, you know, just, uh, we got, again, you know, Terry, just about a less than a minute here, about 45 seconds to the break, but just to kind of summarize some of the key points that you discussed with the imposter syndrome. And again, some of the other uh, key areas that, that we could see that we could evolve into with the new paradigm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, it's, it's not a disorder. It's a behavior. And all behaviors, mm-hmm. all behavioral science agrees yeah. that uh, behavior can be modified. What we are doing is not modifying your behavior. We are, we are bringing you back to the original you. So that is the power, okay? You came yeah. into this world with an already established personality, and as you grow, you become a witness to various stimuli yeah. that will affect how you act and react to it. Yeah. Wow. We neutralize that. Yeah. Well, we, we I want to expand more into that area. We got to go to break again. You're listening to Terry Earthwind Nichols. Again, he's the chairman of Evolutionary Healer, talking about evolving into the new paradigm. We'll be right back after the break. What 
body's balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. If you're just joining us again, we're here with Terry Earthwind Nichols. Uh, We're talking about evolving into the new paradigm. Again, uh, you can listen to the show in its entirety later today here on demand from the link that that brought you here. And again, we are sharing some real valuable insight that Terry is sharing that could help you in your situation as a business owner or any aspect of what role you play in the business world. So, Terry, I wanted to talk about, since we've been talking about new paradigms, I want to talk about, you know, b- these business paradigms. Like, you know, what, what, what's happening with these new business paradigms in itself? What, what, can we, what can we anticipate and what can each of us play a role in, in making, making that happen? Wow, good question. Uh, and thank you for that. You know, with uh, with the consortium group, for instance, we work at enterprise level um, businesses around the world, or really the global Fortune 500 or so. And and you know that's no different than you know it's a big organization. Sure, they got thousands of people and all that kind of stuff. But what we're talking about is a mindset shift, not uh, you know changing the. the the buildup of the company, the company is structured. What we're what we're talking about is making changes to the way we do business, so that we throw away the competition. Let's say, okay, um, I'd say uh, Wells Fargo's competition is is Chase Bank or whatever. Um, instead of using competition, collaborate with them. All right, let's 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 get together with their top people and our top people, and what can we create that's going to draw more business to come to our two banks so we both we both continue to build? What's out there that's uh, smart purchases? We're talking about mergers and acquisitions. Even on a small scale, a small company may want to look at uh, buying another company just to bring that base of, of business and their customers into the fold where they have an opportunity to buy your business without being in a competitive thing. So it's more collaborative. So let's take a look at that. So when a company looks at, well, Wells Fargo looks across the branch manager, looks across the street to U.S. Bank or BB&T, or I guess they're truest now, um, or somebody, and um, that's the competitor. How can we beat them? How can we close that business over there? That's the old way of thinking. Now, it should be, okay, bank, bank manager across the street, let's get together over coffee, and let's sit down and talk. Better yet, get your senior team and my senior team together. And let's go someplace and let's spend an afternoon looking at what we each contribute to our communities and what we can collaboratively create for our communities going forward. And what does that look like for 
people moving into the business, businesses moving in. Who can we attract based on uh, doing new product models that draw business to us rather than um, competing against each other? What can we do to, to make the community better? Because communities that are strong build economies. Economies that are strong build companies. So it doesn't matter the size of the company. It'll be a mom-and-pop home-based operation. They're going to expand. They're going to, they're going to get bigger if, if they contribute to the, to the uh, overall betterment of the world around them. And that creates the opportunities for the world as a, <clears throat> excuse me, the world as a whole to get better. And that's not a bad deal either. World peace wouldn't be a bad deal, in my opinion. You know, we ahead, might Jerry. put out some uh, some uh, tank building places or something like that, but world peace is not all bad. What we're looking at, you know, again, to, to review is, you know, um, when you change the mindset of the people, you, you, you make this family, you make this group, you know. It's like um, a team when you were playing in sports, you know. Once the team was really starting to gel, the individuals weren't individuals so much anymore. It was a team thing. Everybody's in. Everybody's pulling, pushing forward because they have something that they want. And it's, and it's clear, and, and they're moving forward to do that. So let's go back to Wells Fargo and, and U.S. Bank or whatever, the two bank branches. They contribute to a better community. The community is more successful. Therefore, they're more successful. And it just keeps growing from there. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I like I like the I like the bank um, analogies <laughs> just because I've got some friends and you know that are senior positions uh, uh, in various uh, corporate banks and and uh, I, I love teasing them. So you know these <laughs> scenarios are, are really good because they're starting to understand uh, what what it is that we're talking about. You know, and and so um, who knows uh, when we'll have that call and and they would like a, a presentation. Um, but back to the business model, ladies and gentlemen, um, each and every one of you that are listening today are part of something else, whether you're a solopreneur or you're a, you're an employee or you own a company or you're a partnership, whatever, whatever it is, it's. What we're talking about today starts with you in your head. When you start changing the way you address business principles, the way you address the way you work and, and live in your, in your life, people will reflect it. What you send out will come back to you. Here's the key. We've always heard the analogy that, you know, if you send out love, it'll come back up to multiple, multiple ways. Well, if you look at it, it will. If you send love to a person directly across from you, then they will send love back to you, but they send it to two or three others, which will send it back to you. And they go three or more others and four or five more others. So what you end up with is you're building a movement that creates opportunity, not takes it away. That make sense? It makes sense. Yeah. Again, getting to that point. You know, I say that, that that makes sense. Yeah, I you know I say I ask people does that make sense uh, a lot and you've heard it so far today, ladies and gentlemen. Here's why: ninety-seven percent of the people that you ask that question to will respond out loud with the word yes. The other three percent either have questions or or whatever. Here's the key: over the process of a conversation, whether you you ask this to a, a present a room full of people or just another person. Uh, you're selling uh, your new fa- apple uh, pie uh, recipe to it. Really doesn't matter. The thing is, is you're giving the person that you're talking to permission to say yes out loud. Okay. In the old world, the, the it was easier to say no because we're, we were taught that very early than it is to say yes. So when it is time to make an informed decision about whatever you're presenting, or whether that's an idea or a product or a service, or uh, where are you going for dinner tonight, the person that, that you're talking to or the people that you're talking to have permission to say yes and not no. 
So that's a, that's an important writer downer, folks. Does that make sense? It's a powerful question, Chris. Yeah, I think it is. It is a powerful question and something that that again, you know, you know, when we ask questions and we get more clarity and when we get more clarity then obviously we it allows us to ask even more specific questions so uh i think it's very very important that you know that uh, from a communication standpoint it it's it's conveyed in a way that's very specific and clear and not not on assumption so now yeah, very very powerful so in terms of you know like you know this new paradigm you know you know what i love about it you know is you know Where's some areas like, you know, you mentioned about, you know, what you're doing with the consortium and all that, but, you know, maybe expand on some, you know, some areas that people can get more information and and, and tap into. And you're more than welcome to share from, you know, what you're doing well, from your perspective, Terry. Well, I'd like to, you know, have people get some more knowledge and where they can get, you know, get more information so they can begin to make these changes. Yes, absolutely. Well, connect with me on LinkedIn. That's a good one. Um, you'll find me at um, His Excellency Ambassador, and we haven't talked about that yet, Terry Earthwind Nichols. And um, I use my, I'm Chickamauga Cherokee, and I use my tribal name on purpose because there's about 20,000 Terry Nichols in North America. So I was going to say, that's a common name. <laughs> right? And there's one Terry Earthwind Nichols in the world. So I tell people, you want to learn about me? I'm an open book. Uh, YouTube channels, social media, websites, everything. Terry Earthwind Nichols. Um, getting to the this is the business part of this. Um, there's a there's uh, a page on our website evolutionaryhealer.com uh, where you can hover. Um, over the coaching area, and it'll give you the uh, vision strategy roadmap page, and and it even has a hot link to it to set up a fifteen minute conversation with me if you want to. Um, you know, it's usually me anyway, uh, and and it has a free download. It's a PDF, so you can print it off and send it to people or or whatever you like to do. And there's no opt in. Now I know that sounds in, unusual, but here's the reason. People have to opt in and get on email lists all the time, and then what do they do a month or two later? Start unsubscribing. So I'm going to save you the pro- the, all of that hassle right up front. You won't have to give me your email, your name, your phone number, or nothing. I don't want it. When it's time, and if it's time, for you to get more information from our team, then you'll reach out and through our info at evolutionaryhealer.com. And then I have your email address because now we have a real connection. So relax, have fun on the website, uh, read about uh, the, the vision strategy roadmap and download one for yourself. And, and you know, maybe you send it to all of your teammates uh, in, your, in your group and, and talk about it as a whole. That's the really easy way of doing it. No, uh, it totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. Well, you know, we we still got about f- uh, four four minutes left in the show, and I, you know, I want to get a little bit insight. I, you know, let's just keep it on you here because we, I want this to be about you. You've shared so much great wisdom. I want to know about you. You when you talk about going out to your favorite restaurant, you, you go out in a suit that you designed yourself. <laughs> I want to I want to hear about that. <laughs> Just, we could chat. We well, got about, we got book. we got a few minutes left in the show, so I let I'd love to hear. I think it just Great. rounds out how transparent you are. Okay. Yes. Well, I do design my own uh, suits and sport coats and uh, dress shirts and stuff. I used to be uh, a salesman in custom clothing, and it's in my book, Profiling for Profits. Guys, uh, I have a couple of. Uh, cute stories in there around that. But uh, I still, I have a Chinese tailor, okay, and have had. And um, it, I just designed my suit, what the, the lapel's going to look like, uh, double-breasted, single-breasted, no vents in the back, two vents, what's, you know, whatever I feel like for the what I'm, I'm creating. And um, I'm a pretty unique guy, and I like doing that. I feel great when I have clothes that fit me properly and, and look well on me color-wise, fabric-wise, et cetera. 
And, you know, uh, I live in Asheville, North Carolina. The famous Biltmore is here. I love going up there and having uh, a Maker's Mark Manhattan out on the veranda at the end on the on the, on the, the property there and watch the sun go down. It's just gorgeous. And then go have a four-star uh, dinner before I came home. So um, that's where the the design uh, suit uh, era came from, is some good times back in the day when I was learning uh, the, the rag business, as we call it, on the inside. <laughs> God, beautiful, beautiful. Well, that's, that's wonderful. I, and I, I'm a big supporter of of uh you know custom suits i myself used to have my suits cu- custom tailored in singapore when i used to go to singapore every pretty much every other year i would be over there and it's been now god six seven years since i've been there so i but as of right now i guess with this new paradigm as of now i don't need to wear my suit <laughs> at least yet at, yeah, at this point statement. Or, or even a sport jacket, yeah. let alone. I mean, it's just been uh, super casual. It's kind of ironic uh, doing a training for, uh, you know, doing a training for Hershey's today, and 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 here I'm in just in a button shirt, and it's okay. So not a not a bad deal, not a bad deal at all. Well, you know, Terry, yeah. you know, I can't thank you enough. We we've just learned so much information from you today. And again, I just wanted to make sure we got about a minute left. So I just want to again make sure you put out. Just in about you know thirty seconds, real quick again, your contact information again, just to make sure that everyone has that and where to contact you. Absolutely. Uh, email is info at evolutionaryhealer dot com. Um, you know, uh, Google Terry Earthwind Nichols. You get everything you want to know about me. You know, uh, the books I've written, the white pages uh, or the white papers that I've pr- uh, published. Yep. Uh, I've written articles for various uh, magazines, and and I've spoke from the stage nationally and internationally. Uh, not so much this year, but hopefully that'll change next year because I love to speak from the stage. I love to talk to people. Yeah. So that's a big part about it, you yep. know. And we have a large yep. company. Okay. Um, yep. We're uh, on five continents, 13 countries. We do business, 26 U.S. states. We do business in five languages. Uh, and we built that in just four years. We've only been in business for eight years. Wow. So we've done quite well. And, and uh, we're proud of that. I have 48 yep. people who are amazing CR practitioners, the, the people who take care of the, uh, yep. the repetitive behaviors. So, well, yeah, we do uh, well, great work. All over the world. Uh, well, Terry, thank you so much. We got to go. But anyway, I want to thank you for being being here and sharing your knowledge. Guests, we want to thank you and listeners every week for joining the sustainable, sustainable Success Way. We'll see you next Thursday. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.